As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And Jesus said to him, Follow me. And Matthew got up and followed Jesus. And as Jesus sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard this, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick do. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. What an amazing line that is so worthy of unpacking in the light of this amazing feast of St. Matthew, one of the 12 pillars, you can say, of our faith. And let's just listen to this word of God speak to us. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Let's unpack that in light of today's feast, just briefly. St. Matthew was a tax collector. They made a fair bit of money in Christ's time because they would skim off the top of the taxes they collected working for the Romans, and the Jews saw them as traitors, and so that's why the Pharisees call him a sinner. And it wasn't always done honestly, of course. But notice how Jesus does not in any way distance himself from those who maybe have a riddled past, from those who maybe haven't always followed perfectly the plan of God. Notice how he calls Matthew. He calls him right when he's at the tax booth. It says he was sitting at the tax booth. He was just at his job. But something in his heart must have been open. And Jesus just comes to him. This is something rabbis would do in Christ's time. They would come to someone and say, follow me. And you could follow them, become their disciple. It says, Matthew got up and followed Jesus. Right away, there's something so amazing. Jesus desires mercy. He wants to heal and forgive us. He reaches out to us. He takes the initiative. And for every sinner, there's a past, but there's also a future. And the Lord's mercy is without limit. We kind of catch something beautiful here. It's not as clear from this section of the gospel, but immediately after this call, as it says, Jesus sat at dinner in the house. Whose house? Matthew's house. Right after he gets the call, he has a big banquet. He's, again, someone who's kind of well-to-do, so he can host this big gathering. And there's all these, as it says, there's many tax collectors and sinners all hanging out, and Jesus is one with them. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. In fact, the greatest sacrifice you and I can offer to God is sacrificing to him our heart, our will, and choosing to love him and others. When we might feel tempted to think that God might not be interested in us because of our riddled past, that he might not invite us to follow him because of where we've been or what we've done, 
Let's just take great joy in seeing that none of that could ever make Jesus want to be with us less. He wants to be with us. He loves us. Every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future.